morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. like something hot and steamy, uh, a conversation, a good breakfast, and a good beverage. How about that? I had all of that this morning, and I am ready for you this morning. So listen, y'all, I um, I had an opportunity to just reflect uh, this morning while drinking my Cambio Macchiato. Definitely got to give our sponsors some credibility for uh, what they do. And uh, this morning I'm drinking Carmel Macchiato. And we're going to have some other coffee sponsors coming up uh, on different shows as well, Iron Mountain, Blue Mountain, Jamaican Coffee, Caribbean Coffee. We're going to be talking about that on this part of the show, or, or at least I will as I indulge in my coffee beverages. And I call them coffee beverages because I put just a little bit of everything in it, and that's what makes it right for me. So hopefully you have yours in hand and you're ready for some hot, steamy conversation as well. But you know what? Also, let me just say this. Some of, I've seen people drink coffee, and um, they take their coffee and they, and they put their cream in it, and I see them dumping just packs and packs of sugar, especially, you know, I'm in the office, I'm around other people, coffee drinkers, and they're just like six and seven packs, open them, pouring, staring, open, pouring, staring. I'm like, good Lord, that's not coffee, that's Kool-Aid. I'm here to tell y'all that you don't need all that sugar in your coffee. There are some creamers that are really, really good, and it's um, – it's good. It's tasteful. It gives you a sweetener without all that sugar. Sugar's not good for you. It's not good for you at all. And we'll do another show to talk about that. But it just intensifies any ailment that you have. So try to do away from that table sugar and go with natural sweeteners. And there are some good, good creamers out there that are sugar-free, that taste well, some made by Coffee Mate and other manufacturers as well. But try them. Give them a try and let me know how you like them. All right, all right. Into our segment this morning because I get a little excited when we talk about coffee. But this morning, uh, we're going to talk about a topic that we all experience daily on your daily walks of life. You you can't avoid life, and and in that, you know, stuff happens. You may use other words, but stuff happens. And so, after I introduce my co-host, we're going to get into our segment today of Life Chronicles. But let me bring to the platform, to the cafe, to you, Mr. Brandon B. What's up, B? How are you, dear? What's up? What's up? I'm good. I'm good. Good morning. Good morning, beautiful people. I hope everybody had as good of a night as I did. Got a chance to meet some great people. Um, and uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm being mentored by a couple of different people now. And uh and finding out what this mentorship is all about, it's, 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 it's different. Um, it's very, very exciting, and it's just basically about people connecting with people. So I'm, I'm definitely blessed and I'm honored um, at, at the new experiences and the people that I'm being introduced to. Uh, to. 
So um, I don't drink coffee or anything like that, but I definitely can agree with you. I have seen people literally hold the, the sugar bottle over for a minute into their coffee, and it's just, oh, my God, it's repulsive. You're right. It is Kool-Aid, like chocolate Kool-Aid or something. I don't know. And then with the creamer and everything, yikes. So, um, yeah, guys, like, love yourself enough to know that you really don't need that. Like, so I just I can't imagine just having that much sugar in, in a small cup of anything. But, um, you know. To each his or her own soy. So what do we have going on today? I'm excited. I am pumped up. What do we got? Well, you know, today, B, is going to be an extended show. So we got our traditional 30-minute show. We're going to give you some good empowerment stuff that's good for everybody. It's good for the soul. That, that That's what we do. And then uh, B going to kick off his first segment of Brother to Brother. Shout out to oh. the brothers who's going to be Ooh. on the show. Yeah. Yeah, you you gonna be ready gonna for that? Yeah, that's gonna be a little wild. I was gonna try to play it cool, but I'm really excited about that. This is this is gonna be one of those wild shows. Uh, we have a couple of good brothers there. Uh, they're here and they're in their own fields experience. I'm not gonna spoil it. You guys are just gonna have to tune in their their experience in their field. And this particular conversation is actually gonna be uh, open. So the the sisters, we just gonna ask y'all to just chill for a little bit and hear these kings talk. And, and fellas, calling, um, you know, don't be shy. We'll, you know, get you picked up. And I want to hear what you have to say. We all do. But uh, our panel, just, you know, just to, just to kick it off, uh, we have MJ. He's a very distinguished individual. He is a senior business consultant. He also is a distinguished Toastmaster. He, uh, he has a, a very big family. And also, he is just one of those guys that's so powerful. Like, every time he opens his mouth, all you hear is, wisdom like he sounds like like yoda or or like the dalai lama or something like that every time he speaks so mj is a really good guy and then we have antonio a younger brother who's a music producer he has his own record label and um he models and and has uh artists with him that that do as well so he's a really good dude as well and uh, we love them both so i can't wait to hear their point of views on just about everything but specifically our topic for today that i won't get into soy Okay. All right. I I was gonna have to jump in and play the music on Brenda. That's like play, <laughs> play 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 he's about to go into the show. Can he stop? You know? But it, it, it's all good. I I, I I love that fellow and uh I I'm glad to see him uh take on this big project. Uh so we we're gonna um go ahead and phase into our show. But for Brother Brother segment, why men hate. Why men hate? Are, are brothers out there supporting each other or not? So get your thoughts together. Get ready. If you want to dial in for that part of the show, that's fine. Uh, you want to comment, uh, that's fine, too. Press 1. We'll get you in queue. As a matter of fact, anytime during the show you feel like you have a comment, press 1, and we'll work you on on the air as best we can to get your comments uh, heard. Now, now, Brandon ain't the only one got something new going on, you know, in life. Let, let me tell you about our other new uh-huh. segment, Just Tell Soy, right? Just tell soy. And so I know that somebody or everybody knows somebody that got something to say. You know, it, there are some people out there that just tell a great story. You just be you just be all into it. I've even read some stories on, on Facebook where they go out, they, they start out telling you just scenario about, you know, this happened to them, this happened to them, and you following along, and at the end of the story they pull in your leg. But it, it, it's some people who can – Create those stories, make up those stories, and live those stories. If y'all know anybody like that, 
please have them to call into the show. We want the stories on the show. So tell them to call in. We're going to try to get them as best we can. And and to ensure that they have a place, the best thing to do is to go to the website and um, go to our contact form page and put in there that you have a story to share on, on the air. The only thing about that is that at the end of the story, we like for you to say, the moral to the story is, because there's got to be a point somewhere. So tell your story, um, good, bad, or different. It could be funny, anything, but a, but we're not going to do the advertising. So make sure that you're really talking about a situation or, or a scenario, and we welcome you to do that on this platform. Huh, mm, we said a mouthful already, right? We, we right. already said a mouthful. That's the rule. That's just what we do. I like that, though. That's that's it. That's the that's what we do, and, and, and you can't get away from the, this topic, life chronicle. So in in the death in the just till soy campaign, I put it out there. I was marketing, advertising, connected to a few people, had some of my girlfriends to to, to take pictures and send them in for marketing. And for those who actually are calling into the show or listening to the show, take pictures of yourself. We want to push that on on, on our uh, social media sites as well as our website. So if you are listening to the show or you call in, have somebody take your picture and send that in uh, to us. But in, in marketing that campaign, uh, I started getting some feedback of people telling soy some real stuff, Brandon. They were telling me some things. I'm like, what? And and some of it is, is things that I've heard before, um, and then some of it was new. But then um, – we decided to do a show about that because it is Life Chronicles. It is the things that, that happen to us. And and one of the things that really touched me uh, from the beginning, Brandon, was that this person said, um, life's a bee. Yeah, uh-huh. I know, right? Right, right. Life's a bee. Because I was trying to decide if I was going to say the word or not. But, you know, we try not to use profanity, so I'm trying to keep it clean. Life's a bee, and then you die, right? Uh-huh. I've heard that before. I've heard that. So, what do you think about what do you think about that comment? Because I think that I think that life life's a bitch depending on how you see life. You know how what your perception is. Do you see life as I know it's kind of corny, but you know half empty, half full. You know, or is it your perception uh, that bad things do happen to good people? See that's you know see that's one of those tough things right there. So, so yeah, life can be tough sometimes. You have some tough elements, but it's how you respond to it though. Like it's it's that that's that's not that that is all based on the person's point of view. So if you're one of those individuals that everything is negative, yeah. So the glass is gonna be half full. If you're one of those um, optimistic people, then yeah, the glass. Excuse me. The glass is gonna be half empty if you're negative, and the glass is gonna be half full if you're positive. But um, for people like me, I think it's just half. I don't necessarily think it's half full or half empty. It's it's literally just half. So, um, and if I take a little bit out of it, it's gonna be a little bit less than half. I mean, it's just gonna be reality. But for those individuals that life is to be and then you die, they're, they're so depressed and ugly. I I try to stay away from those people, but. The saying itself, I mean, yikes, that's that's just such a a hard way to look at life. That's one of those people that we had those people on the show before. We They have to change their mindset, and they, you know, I don't know if they've ever been in a position where they can change their mindset or 
if they've never been taught to change their mindset. But that's that's a that's a personal thing. That individual has to change. I mean, like, do, do you feel me on that, or is that like, you know, did, did I just go left? Uh, I I think so. Here, here's what I think that we make we're where we are. Each one of us, all of us, we we are where we are today, good, bad, or indifferent, because of a prior decision that we made. If you live in a home, you, you you decided to move into a home. The car you drive is is because of the decision you made to purchase the car. Now, let's say you're in a car that you really don't want to be in, you know, and you're paying an interest rate that you really don't want to pay, but you're paying that because of the prior decision you made. Maybe you didn't manage your credit appropriately. You didn't manage your finances appropriately, and you had to get a high interest rate. But it, the, the point is we are all where we are right now in the day because of a decision that we made. President Obama, you know, uh, you know, maybe somebody who's incarcerated and, you know, locked up because of the decision they made. You know, we, we, we all are where we are right now in this moment because of a prior decision that we made. And I think that accountability is important when we look at our life and our life chronicles. Like, what did I do to get me here where I am? I think that's the first step, recognizing that, accountability. You know what? I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. So accountability, for them to sit there and be held accountable, what about the things that, that – that aren't their fault, though, but they still have that negative outlook. So um, there was one point you mentioned cancer. So, like, a, a cancer patient that that had that negative outlook, not like you who had an amazingly powerful outlook and then defeated it, but somebody that has a negative outlook. At that point, what, what what's it for them? Because that necessarily wasn't a decision that they made. Well, that's that's a good point because we know we used to think that cancer was a you smoke cigarettes, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, you had lung cancer, but it, it's people who've never smoked, people who are vegans, who who really tried to have a healthy life and 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 hadn't has never been diagnosed with that. And I, I think that you know, and, and for me, I, you know, I've never smoked either, and I am a cancer survivor. Thank God, um, praise right. the Lord, happy dance, knock on wood, all that good stuff. <laughs> And, and, and you know, shout. during my first pieces, right, shout all that, run down the street, all that. Um, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking, like, why me? Why why me? Mm-hmm. Why is this happening to me? And it wasn't until um, further down the line that I was beginning to see, you know, why why not me? Some of us have a calling on on our lives to do something or to be something great or inspire other people, and 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 in order to do that, you got to go through it because you can't mentor like you opened up the show talking about mentorship. You can't mentor a person if you haven't been through what they've been through, you know, be, because right. it's, it's you don't understand it. And so some people may have went through drug drug addictions, fell into drugs, and you could have fell into drugs through a choice you made. You know, and along that walk, along that that journey, you were exposed to some things. You came out of it, and 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 then when you go back and look at, it, you was like, wow. Even though I was on that journey, there were so many blessings, so many things that happened to me along the way that I can take from that and share and teach other people. And some of us have a calling on our lives. Be that kind of person. And and, and I'm gonna tell you right now, it is rewarding, but it is hard. It, 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 you, I, I, you got to be chosen 
You know, we all have a purpose in, in life. We all have gifts, and I do agree with that. But those who are called to walk through some things and go back and lead and teach and inspire, we, it's, it's heavy. But um, in that, there's so many gifts. It's, it's worth it when you begin to understand it, you know? Yeah, I definitely got that. Uh-oh. Wow. What's this? Here we go. Hey. Time to work it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time for our fit tip. Wow, time flies when you have to in. <laughs> for sure, for sure. What's that? Ah. So, so how do we work it this week? How do we work it from, from now on in this week? How do we work it, Soy? Work it. Girl, stop playing and work it. All right, all right. Here I go doing my crunches. All right, outfit this morning comes to you from Flint, Michigan, Theo Duncan. Personally yours. And this fit tip is fill up on protein, you guys. It's really hard to overeat on protein, and there are so many benefits to eating it that you shouldn't hold back. Eating your chicken, turkey, fish, and a little steak is the perfect way to get enough, and along with egg whites and whey protein. Eating high volumes of protein every day will make you burn more calories by lightening your metabolism up, helping you hold on to muscle and making you appear bigger. It also kills cravings, too. So fill up on protein. Personally yours, Theo Duncan, Flint, Michigan. No, that's what's up. So basically all we got to do is just eat more proteins, meats and whatnot, eat more protein, and then we're good to go. I like that. That's what the man said. That's what he said. That works for me. I'm going to try that. So I just can't go out and eat a steak. I have to, like, eat, like, only chicken. What What do we got to do with this? Well, I think you need to contact personally yours, Theo Duncan. Uh, his his card is, uh, go back and listen to the show, his card is circulating. He's on our, uh, he's in rotation. Uh, and I will provide, <laughs> I'll provide his contact information in a minute. Uh, Sounds Duncan, like a plan. Personally yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is at uh, personally yours three at gmail.com and personally yours yours is urs3 at gmail.com all right all right back to our show. here we go so so you left off saying that we can that that we need account to be accountable i had mentioned a, a situation where somebody wasn't accountable but the the next part, I mean, that, that that they necessarily didn't have to be accountable. They just had to actually accept it because some things you just really can't control, um, and those very few things that we can't control, we just have to accept it. So when when we accept it, that does I don't mean that we have to accept it laying down. I mean that we have to accept it and aggressively do what we can to get out of that situation because there's always one more thing you can do. Do you agree with that? Yeah, and I, and I just uh, I'm, I'm glad you recapped it because it brought me back to what I was trying to say before we had to go to commercial. But basically, I was saying that sometimes you know we have a calling to do certain things and to be certain people and be certain leaders, but things sometimes don't happen to us. It sometimes it happens for us. Sometimes mm-hmm. we need to change. We need to grow, and we may have life experiences that happen to us to help us grow. You know, I, I'm hoping that the people who are listening to this call. Uh, and who are on the air with us uh, can look back at their life and say, I'm not the person I was a year ago, hopefully in a good way, you know. But we have to go through things sometimes to grow through things, you know what I mean? I absolutely do. I absolutely do. 
And so if if it's okay, I wanna I wanna I wanna reference something. So there was this book that I was reading. A buddy of mine suggested that I read this book. He said it's gonna change your life, B. And if you don't read if you don't read it, you're not gonna be where you need to be in a year. And I was just like, well, well, dag, that was that was serious. Okay. And so I read this book, and it's a book that everybody's heard of. It's called Think and Grow Rich, and it's by Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill. This dude had a situation to where he was tasked with going out and interviewing the most successful people and seeing what they all did. And this was the, the most successful people at that time. And this is like 1920-ish or something like that. Anyway, one particular fact where he was talking about him, he said that his, he and his wife had a son, and basically the son had ears, but the, the, the eardrums and whatnot didn't connect. And he did research on how to do that. Instead of just accepting it, he literally taught his son how to hear. And scientifically, it wasn't going to happen. So they went to doctors, and all the doctors said the same thing. What The connection mm-hmm. that makes the, the sound waves translate into information to the, to the brain wasn't working. It wasn't, it was, there was no connection there. And so with that being said, this man went out and just decided that he wasn't going ex- to take that. That wasn't going to be the last thing. That wasn't going to be the final line. And the vibrations, he taught his son how to understand those vibrations by talking on his body and having those vibrations go through the central nervous system. And so essentially what happened is he taught his son to be able to hear vibrations, and that's how it worked. And then later on the son, you know, came to work with an inventor who made a hearing aid that was able to work better for him, and that's what happened. But before that happened, he thought differently. He changed his mindset, and he, he did not accept what wasn't meant to be for him. So I brought that to this conversation to say it's all about the mindset, and it goes back to what we were talking about, those positive versus negative people, and it's all about how you, um, it's, it's all about how you train your mind to respond to certain things, whatever that thing may be. Like, do, you, do you agree with that? Yeah, I, I, I agree that. You, you just did a Just Tell Soy segment. I agree that. I agree with that. <laughs> And and <laughs> while I'm drinking this hot tea, that's what you're gonna do, really, like, really. <laughs> and the moral to the story is. <laughs> oh, you got choked. Okay. <laughs> so the moral yeah. to the story is you just did a tell story. The moral to the story is yeah, right, 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 right. So, but yeah, I I, I do I, I I do see how that 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 happens. And in fact, I'm tell you a little secret. For those who have been privy to be in my bedroom, I, I, I used to have this sign um, above my TV, and I, and I taped it to the wall. And uh, so when I woke up, wake up in the morning, it would be the first thing I see. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, we, we will often think that things will get better when we get to a certain place. You know, like we, we, we are looking for destinations, you know. Oh, as soon as I get a new job, I'm going to do this. As soon as I get a new car, or when I get a man, I'm going I'm to do this. As soon as I get rid of this woman, you know, or whatever that that thing is, that destination is, it's like happiness don't happen until you get to this place. But you know, we we have to decide, 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 make a decision that, in spite of, regardless of where I am, what it looked like, I'm in deciding to be happy right now. If you wake up and you just decide, you know, I wake up and, and, and sit in traffic. You know, if, if y'all heard about what's going on in in Atlanta. Uh, a bridge and collapse. That's another story. Don't comment, B, because he got something <laughs> to say about everything. The bridge and collapse. I do. And uh, I know. Don't even talk about it. But the bridge collapsed, and, and, and traffic is crazy. And 
and I'm in it. I don't even I don't even live near the bridge. But because of people trying to find a way to get around it and take other avenues, it slows up traffic. So I get on the road, and I um, my commute is 20 minutes, and with this bridge collapse thing, it's probably like 40 now. And and I and I get on there, and I sit there, and I coast through. I return phone calls. Um, I am, um, you know, thinking through um, things I need to think through. So I use it as think time, you know, and I don't focus on how long it's going to take me to get there. You know, I'll get there when I get there. I guess I'm lucky to have a job that has some flexibility um, like that. But, you know, the, the point of the matter is I'm not going to stress about something I have no control over, and I'll find a way to make it work. Mm, that's fair. That's definitely fair. So what 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 else? Like what what's what's the next what's the next step in this thing here, you know, and um w- when dealing with those people, you know, what what's the next step? What's the what's what what's what we can take away from this? How do we help that individual that just feels like, you know what, life should be and then you die. It's it's, it's worthless anyway. How do we help that next person? And I and I ask that because of all of the stuff that you see on Facebook. You got a lot of people being exposed and literally taking their own lives on Facebook. Um, for whatever the different reason is, I am personally against that. But what they have to be under this concept. So what's the what's the thing? What what do we need to do? What do we need to tell that guy or or girl? Well, you know, B, I, I think that that sometimes these things don't work. You know, we don't. Unfortunately, we don't live in a perfect world, and I don't have a perfect day every day, and I'm not always happy, happy, happy. Uh, but what what I do have is a network of people that pull me out of the rut. You know, um, mm. being in a, in a position like this where you're always empowering people, trying to be positive, sometimes, I, sometimes I, you know, the, the, the human person in me don't want to be positive. I don't have the energy to be positive all the time, every day, 24 hours a day. I fall into ruts too. And so that's when I call on people to help get me back on track. So back to the accountability thing and, and having people who can help you reach out to, if you have a really serious problem, uh, reach out to people who can help you and and listen to them. You know, listen to them and and fight that enemy in you, you know, to overpower that. So, you know, find somebody you trust, like a support group, and be able to go to them and be able to talk through um, some of what, what your issues are. And you'll know when you're in the right place. You'll know when you're in the mm-hmm. right place because if what they tell you begin to make you feel better, then you know you're in a good place. If they, if you know, you call somebody, you complain, they start complaining with you. That you, that's the wrong. Hang up. That's the wrong phone call. <laughs> so I call you, B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this happened. And he, and he like, yeah. You know what? Me too. Yeah. That, that, that's it. It's still, that's just fueling the fire. That's work. the wrong call. Yeah, that's not gonna work. Right. Uh-uh. They should be able to help you deescalate and and bring you down. Absolutely, I definitely agree with that. There's, there's no way that that's gonna come out good. <laughs> I, I definitely. Agree. <laughs> it's like, remember those days? You make a phone call oh, to a friend. Man. Fifteen minutes later, y'all in the car going somewhere, going to do something. Yeah, but yeah, I was going, it, I was it, going it, to say it, but I was like, let me not say it. But yes, oh my God, that's exactly what I was thinking about. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, oh man. Yeah, yeah. So we may not be physically jumping in cars and going through all that craziness, but you, emotionally you are on edge, and 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 you know life life is too short uh, for that. So do uh, find someone, find a support person that you can talk to to help you work through that um, those situations and and those moments. 
So that's right. That's what I have to say. And if if it gets too bad, the suicide prevention hotline, a lifeline number is eight hundred two seven three eighty two fifty five. Oh, you know that number. So you know what? Um, I get to meet a lot of different situations in my in my life. <laughs> I want to know how. How do I know that? I looked it up. Oh, okay. For the people. Don't play. Don't play. I looked it up for the people. Don't cut it out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, he didn't call the number out like he got on speed dial. <laughs> but you know what? I love you, my brother. And if and if you need the number, use the number. Okay. Use That's the number. right. Yeah. I only when I only when I only when me and you get in an argument, so I have to use the number. It's just you know, it's just that kind of party. <laughs> yeah, call somebody. Call on the Lord. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in for Coffee Talk with Soy. This is going to end our regular segment. Don't forget to visit our social media site and look for me on the website, CoffeeTalkWithSoy.com. Download the app. Remember our campaign, Just Tell Soy, and also our Brother to Brother segment is coming right up. So stay on the cafe and find what that's about. We transition into Brother to Brother. But thanks for listening. We got Later. coming up. Yeah, yeah. Hang yeah, out with us. Here we go. This is it. Here we go. This segment of Brother to Brother is really about men talking to men. Uh, I've said on the show several times that I really enjoy hearing empowering men speak to one another and talk to one another and share things that we can learn from. As we know that there is uh, a lack of leadership in our community, there's a lack of support, there's a lack of vision when it comes to black men. So we are promoting them, uplifting them, and offering the opportunity to hear them um, through this platform of Coffee Talk with Soy. So what's happening is the last Saturday of every month, for the next three months, we will have a Brother to Brother segment, which will be led by Brother Brother Brandon B. And in that, you'll hear them men talk about different um, issues that other men are going through. So the Brother Brother segment, Rep Your City, is really about that men coming together talking. And because it is a 30-minute show and time flies when you're having fun, we do have to narrow the topics in so we can make sure that we stay on topic. And our topic uh, today is why men hate, and so we'll be talking through that now. So, Bree, it's your platform. Uh, who you have with you in the studio? All right, all right. So I, I definitely am honored to, to do this, and um, the, the the concept came as very, 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 very serious that we, we also have a platform and that we release this for everybody to be able to comment and commit to, you know, when you're listening. So without further ado, let me just introduce uh, Antonio, a very, very good brother. He uh, plays football for, if I'm not mistaken, Georgia State. He has a record label right now, and he has uh, artists. There he is. Where, where, what, 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 what school? Uh, Georgia Tech. I play football for Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. So yeah, this guy Georgia is huge Tech. and smart. So, okay, <laughs> there it is. So so do, do us a favor. Tell us just really quick a little bit about yourself because I'm going to butcher it up clearly. Okay, perfect. So my name is Antonio Wilson. Um, you know, I grew up uh, from Decatur, Georgia. Uh, 
a small family, um, played football with Georgia Tech. I got injured my my uh, my freshman year. Um, I had neck surgery, the same surgery that um, I want to say Peyton Manning had on his um, his neck. But you know, it's my freshman year. I still graduated, but within those years, uh, I found you know another passion, which is music. So you know, I started as a hobby, but I took it on as a career, and um, start interning for um, you know Ike Dirty, um, Isaac Hayes the third. Um, and, and then I made a lot of connections, and now I have my own record label um, here today, and um, it's, it's it's been going pretty good so far. So a little bit about okay. me. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. So hold on one second. We're going to introduce MJ. MJ, this is another guy that I was telling you about earlier. He's a very, very, very passionate individual. Uh, I, I, whenever I hear him talk, like I said it before, he just sounds like like just the words wisdom like it gets spelled out every time like he says something. So um, this this brother is so influential to everybody around him. Everybody looks up to him like a father, a big brother figure. Um, I think he's one of the most influential people that I've ever met in my life. So MJ, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Good morning, everyone. Can you hear me? We can hear you good. Yeah, we can okay. hear you good. All right, yeah, I am a, I'm MJ, and I am a divorced father of four, and I've been in Georgia for you know, a little over 10 years, and uh, I'm here to uh, offer any type of um, advice or information you guys may need me to do this morning. Okay. Sounds like a plan. So so here's the topic, and, and I'm going to open this up to Antonio, because you're, you're a younger brother, so do you feel... Do you feel men in the workplace or, or, or just in general will reach out and help another man get to the level that he is, that he is or exceed that level? Do you feel comfortable that an individual would actually do that? Well, I, I feel like it, it just depends. Um, you know, and this is my personal opinion. It, it depends on the race. Um, you know, with me being inside the, uh, the music industry, um, you know, dealing with, you know, African-American uh, men within the music industry. Uh, we tend to have a lot of egos, you know, where it's like, okay, if I help you, you're going to be better than me uh, versus when you see, you know, you know, um, white people in uh, corporate America, you know, they, they come together, you know, they help each other. And even in the, uh, the uh, Latinos, you see them come together as well. But it's like, you know, while we can't come together, like we have so, you know, so much uh, ego just to towards each other, um, especially within the music industry. So it's like, you know, our, are we, are we going to be there for each other, or you know, are you are you just competing against me? So uh, I feel like it, it just depends on you know the race, in my personal opinion, um, and my experience within the music industry. So um, yeah. So so could you give me one of those experiences where you felt like somebody hated on you because they were either scared that you were going to be better than them, or they just didn't want to see you better than them? So you know, kind of hating you, on your potential. Perfect. I, I will give you the most perfect example. So um, start, starting up in the music game, um, there's a producer who produced a lot of records. His name is Squat Beats. Um, and, you know, I, look at, I still look at him um, as my, my big brother or whatever. Uh, he's the one that taught me a lot as far as how to make music. So um, I started noticing because, you know, as I started progressing so fast, um, it, it was kind of like, you know, he was trying to keep me in the dark as far as not let me get his connections. But I'm like, you know, dude, like you, you're the one that's showing me, you know, how to become just like you. So, you know, uh, it was one incident where, um, you know, he asked me to send him some music. So, you know, I, I sent him some music, but 
you know, I never heard back from him. And I turn around and see, like, you know, uh, somebody's actually using my music or, you know, he'll, you know, take my music, rip it apart, and then make his own beat, you know. Uh, and I'm, I'm like, like, really? Like, is, is that what we're doing right now? So, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 it's a lot that goes on in the music business. But, you know, yeah, as far as dealing with, you know, yeah, yes. And it, it's like you're the one that taught me how to make, how to make music. So it's like, why, why would you do that and, you know, try to hold me back just so you can win and be, you know, the main person on the top? You know, it's 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 just crazy. Right. I got that. That's and so I mean, that's the, <laughs> that goes beyond hating. That's just stealing and a whole bunch of other stuff. But, yeah. okay. So I definitely is, agree. That is, yeah, that is kind of yeah. hating right there. And that's, so that's, a, that's an incident. But let's hear the flip yeah. side to that. Uh, MJ, do, do you, do you agree with Antonio? Cause like the, 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 so the, the premise here is that, you know, men in the African American community that, that are in the corporate world or in the business arena, they won't help another individual. So do you agree with that? And, and is that your point of view? MJ, you with us? All right, so here's how I feel. I feel like when when we're all in a situation, it all depends, like you said, on the individual and how he feels about the particular uh, about the particular um, individual that he's dealing with. So in order for me to go ahead and even reach out to you or allow you to reach out to me, I have to I have to trust you. I have to trust that you're not going to tarnish my name. So for Antonio, your situation is a little different. But, MJ, what I was basically asking was, do you feel the same way that Antonio does? Antonio basically was saying that he felt like um, there's not enough support in the African-American community when it comes to a, a brother helping out another brother in the business arena. Do you feel like that? Well, I think you have – can you guys hear me okay? We got you. Yes. Okay, good. Um, I, I think that you have to really just kind of seek and find the individuals that you're meant to align with. I mean, if you're not getting uh, what you want from a certain individual or group, you got to just kind of readjust that and go where you can get that information that you need. And it don't necessarily have to be limited to the African-American community. It can be you, you don't know where your good is going to come from. It doesn't necessarily come in the form of a color, of a person. It can come from anywhere. Mm. So it's really about yeah. you aligning yourself and being that, and being aligned with God to direct your footpath so that he can uh, put you in the right place around the right people because you just never know what that's going to look like, and, and it's not really meant to look like, but you'll know when you get there. Uh, that's right. I, so I have to, I have to kind of agree with that as well. So, his, so, so can you give a situation where you specifically, MJ, have reached out and tried to help somebody, and it worked out incredibly well. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, it really happens all the time, but I guess I'm just at a place right now where when uh, I'm, I'm, I'm as, as the old folks say, I'm just so prayed up right now that I'm just kind of guided and directed on who to help and who, and, you know, and who, and who, who I'm meant to, you know, who's meant to be in my path as well, uh, Brandon. Even when I met you um, and I talked to you about joining Toastmasters or whatever, I mean, you were so receptive to that. And it's, mm-hmm. been, it's been great seeing you, you know, grow and, and, and mature and blossom into who you are already. And granted, you are already that person, 
but it was it, it just feels good to see you take on something that leads into other opportunities for yourself. And you didn't necessarily ask me to come help you or whatever, but we just kind of vibed, and I just kind of gave you the information. You took it and ran with it. I mean, that's the prime example right there. Absolutely. And I, I didn't know that she was going to put me on the spot like that, but that's a perfect example. So yours truly was actually is actually mentored by MJ, and the way that we met is through an organization called Toastmasters, which allows us to speak. But um, what he did was he came to me, uh, after my first speech and was like, that was a great speech, you know, and, and worked with me on many other things and kind of guided me to, to, to help my speech patterns grow and to help me not fall into some of the, the, the same patterns that a lot of people do when they speak. So that was really good. And uh, he specifically just saw something in me and then, you know, and then, and then put water on that and allowed that to grow. Along with Antonio's guy, Antonio, your guy, he actually, uh, Squat Beats actually saw you and, and saw some potential in you, and you feel like that went left. So here's what I would have to say to that. This this part is, is, is where I would have to come in and say, because somebody has given you something, they've given you, you know, a certain thing, whatever that thing may be. So Squat Beats gave you something. You said you kind of feel like he was a big brother to you, but he gave you that already. Now it's time for you to grow now, you know. So you you can't go but so far under somebody else. So you now have to grow. And because you and him are kind of at the same level, you now have to exceed his level on your own. Like, he's giving you everything that he could give you. Um, The only thing left now is for him to try to hurt you. And it's not even on purpose. It's probably not on purpose. But you now have to grow out of, you know, his shadow, so to speak. And you will. And you can. But at that point, now it's just time to pick another mentor. You know, be the circles that you travel in is where you're going to meet your people. Like MJ said, it's all about who you allow to walk in and out of your path. You, you see what I'm saying? Exactly, yeah. And I, I totally agree with you. And, um, you know, I, me and him are still cool, you know, um, and I have no bad blood because, you know, he's still my brother. But, you know, I'm to a point now where, you know, I have grown out of shadows, and now I actually have – well, I actually am a mentor – to um, someone who wants to, you know, get into the music industry. Um, He's my um, new intern, you know, 20 years old. His name is Derek. Um, And he kind of reminded me so much of of me when I started off, like, you know, super quiet, you know, tall and, you know, real observant. So, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, me me having those experiences, you know, negative and positive, you know, I kind of took all those into one and, you know, now I know what to do, you know, um, and and now I know how to help uh, others and I know how others would feel based on certain things that I'll do um, towards Absolutely. them. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely careful now, um, you know, uh, with the people that look up to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's definitely important. How, and, Antonio, based on how you was treated by the other guy, you don't have the opportunity to transcend that and make sure that you don't go in that direction with the person that you're mentoring as well. And that's what you call leveling up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, guys, you see why I say, like, he's like the Dalai Lama or something like that? Like, I mean, it's always just right there on time. So we have um, – th- this is this is really good. So this is the, my favorite part about the show, when other people actually call in. Um, we have Donnell from D.C., and he has a comment. Let's, let's hear what you got, Donnell. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Uh, pretty good, good, brother. Pretty good. Everybody hear me? Yeah, yep, we got I'm you. Yeah, I'm Don's younger brother. My name is Donnell from D.C. I have a small app development company, and, and I'm always supportive of the show, what she's doing. And that key word right there, supportive. 
And I, I, I totally understand what Anthony is saying. I just had a conversation with my sister briefly about this yesterday. And that's what Anthony was saying when he see other cultures or how they treat their own. See, they come from a culture where it's always about bringing the next person up. It's always starting that first we're going to support the leader of our pack, and that's most likely the, the oldest person in the family, and they help that person get to a point where he's straight. And now it's about who's next in line. And that's something that we miss in our own black communities, about who's next in line. So I totally get what Anthony is saying, because I was also in that state a moment. But how you fix that is exactly what Anthony was saying again. I'm like, wow, he's hitting it right in the butt. You have to recycle what that is about helping out the next person. So now we're breaking a cycle that was that was uh that existed so so long because we don't have a, an established culture like uh the Asians and the Hispanics and you know any other nationality has a motherland that they can go back to. African Americans we like court in the middle. You know we the only pretty much. And I, I could even say white America, too, a little bit. They're more so of they wasn't forced to come here. You know, so as African-Americans, we like in that neutral ground where we always had to fend for ourselves. So you might get caught up into a point where you you, you, you like, uh, you know what, I had to do it myself. You should be able to do it yourself. So you won't pass that fruit to the labor to the next guy. And sometimes you get, uh, 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 I think, Brandon, you were talking about a book called uh, by Napoleon Hill. It's another book by Napoleon Hill that I want everybody to read when you get a chance. And you may have already okay. read it. It's called Outwitting the Devil, one of his Napoleon Hill's best books. And that gives you the other book you were talking about. He's talking about finance. But this right here, it talks about life. It talks about how to get to the next level in life. It talks about being able to not be caught up in a hypnotic rhythm of doing things that, you know, you're not even aware that you're doing. You know, you're just doing things because you get caught up to, I've been doing it this way for so long that it comes natural and you and you and you can't break that hypnotic building because it's like the devil is on your back and he gets you off track and gets you off focus. It could be a time where you're focusing on, you know, your business plan and then your child start crying. The devil places That's that right. to get you distracted, you know, and you That's never right. get back to it and then you leave it to a side and you get caught up in this hypnotic rhythm. So us as black men, sometimes what we do is we get caught up in that hypnotic rhythm that has been going on for so, so long, for so many mm-hmm. generations where we felt that I had to do it myself. So, you know, I and can't I, give you what I have. You have to go get it yourself. You know, and that's so not pretty much the right yeah, way to do it. I definitely agree with the brother Darnell is saying. Um, as a matter of fact, to, to do one further, I was actually going to mention um, – for individuals, you're not always going to have somebody to just put their hand out and say, hey, listen, come this way. So for a lot of us, we was lucky in having that, myself included with MJ. I was lucky to have that. Uh, but there's other times that you have to literally go to somebody and say, hey, listen, I see this, the way that you handle this. I see the way that you do that. Hey, can you teach me that? You know, I, I want to learn that. Can you can you show me that? What do I need to do to get here? And you have to ask. So um, as the age-old saying, is a closed mouth doesn't get fed. So you have to literally ask. So, so Antonio, you might not necessarily feel like, you know, somebody was, was having your best interest at heart. But you know what? If you go to a person and say, hey, listen, I see that you do this. I know that you do. What did you do? You know, can you give me some pointers? And most of the time, most of the time, if you're cool and, and, and they see that hunger that they had, they'll sit there and give you a couple of pointers at, at, at the end of the day. Um, and, and I definitely agree with what Darnell was saying about some, we don't have a system in place or we don't have an element in place where it's just like, hey, listen, that is the norm. We just help each other out. That's no matter what. That is what it is. 
Um, and I feel like the only time we ever do do that is in situations of violence. So I definitely feel the brother Darnell from D.C. I'm going to leave you one thing. I'm, uh, you know, uh, I'm about to – actually, I go to church on Saturdays too, so <laughs> I'm about to uh, – Okay, that's church sure. Probably about 20 minutes. So, uh, actually, you know, I want to leave you guys with this. You know, sometimes it's okay to say no, but at the end of the day, we all have to sacrifice to change the cycle of what we go through. If you look at any of the great big dynasties, the Rockefellers, the, the uh, even the Trumps, and um, um, uh, it's so many great families, but it took one to sacrifice to say, well, you know what, I'm going to start a new way on how I'm going to treat the next brother, you know, or how I'm going to treat my family. You know, it's, sometimes it's bigger than a brother because this, this topic that we're talking about can start so many arguments. And I was posting it on social media one day, but I didn't go too far. And, when, and this is the other line of hate. You, you, you might have a, a business that you may have, and you might post it on social media. And, and this is some real stuff. If your friends, who's always on social media, doesn't repost it in some kind of way, they don't want to see you succeed. That's, you know, right. That's you, true. I can guarantee you, tell you this. If, that, if your company becomes successful and you're a multimillionaire, you better believe he'll be calling you and he'll be supporting your business more than you ever have. You know, and that's a real touchy situation because I see a lot of friends that I do have. You know, I don't really worry about that stuff, but I see a lot of friends who have businesses. They struggle. They're trying to get it up and get it going. And it's free to repost. It's free to like it. It's free to share information to support someone else's business because I want to see this person grow. I want to see this person become successful. I want to see this person define the odds. But a lot of your peers, they don't really want to see that, and that's the reason why they don't share. They don't even have to like your business. But you should always want to see the next brother get to that next level, you know. And this person can be someone talk to you every single day, but he won't share. He won't give the information to someone he know that might need it, you know. And that's I the definitely that you really got to look and pay attention to and say, is this person really my friend, or is he still so probably for me? I have to agree with that part right there, Darnell. You 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 definitely did good with that, and thank you. I I gotta agree with that though. So what but the the flip side to that is this. The flip side to that is this. When we have an element where we're not doing that, we have to put ourselves in play. We have to sit there and ask for somebody to repost this. Hey guys, look, I'm trying to do this. Can you repost this and share with all your friends? Sometimes we don't ask. And not that we don't have the courage to do so, we just don't think to ask for it. So sometimes we have to straight up say, Hey, listen, I need you to repost this. I need my homeboy, my friend, my brother, my sister, my aunt, my whoever. I need everybody to repost this on their timeline because this is what I'm trying to do. Um, but so when it, when it comes to that, that's, that's, we have to start thinking outside the box. And I agree that we all have to come together and start helping each other. Um, that's why networking events are so important and getting your name out and getting a, a, building a network or a database of individuals that you can call in on. Hey Antonio, I got a friend that likes music. You know that's that's into the music. They sing, they rap, they they they, they dance, whatever. Hey, you, can you can you introduce you know this person to anybody? Here's Antonio. Oh yeah, I got a record label. As a matter of fact, we're doing a video shoot. Tell them to come hang out and see if this is what they really want to do. You know, as far as MJ, I have a I, you know I had a relationship beef. You know, MJ would be the person that I would talk to. You know, so what what do y'all think about that? Like, is that is that is that something that that's that's fair. Is that is that a is that an acceptable challenge for us to start, you know, working with each other more aggressively to to try to achieve that common goal to where we feel comfortable talking to each other? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So absolutely. Yeah. 
Okay. So MJ, when you when you when when you hear something like that, when somebody says, I want to start building a network of individuals or brothers that are just calling on brothers and you sit there and you you say something like, Well, when you you have to be careful and, and, and be open minded to whoever crosses your path, what does that mean to you? Like how do you feel about that? Well, I, and also, if someone came and approached me with that scenario, I would ask them, what do you need me to do to help you? I mean, that's just where, mm-hmm. I, that's just where I am. Yeah, how can I help? You're um, hearing feedback on your line. Where you at, bro? Where you at? Who, me? Antonio? Tony. Antonio, this story, can you hear me? Okay, that's why. Okay. Go ahead, MJ. No, I was just saying that if someone came to me with that scenario that you just presented, I would definitely ask them, how can I help? What do you need me to do to help you? And then I'll just and take I it am. from there. Okay. And, yeah, that's important. That's that's real important. That's real important. Antonio, can you hear me? Antonio? Yeah, there was some te- technical difficulties going on there for a second, but it's all right. We're good to go now. So, um, but yeah, so MJ, when, when a situation like that, um, happens, you would, you would approach it entirely different. Now, have you ever been in a situation and this is, and this is not to like dwell on negativity, but this is just to more understand the situation, you know, understand our plight. Have you ever been in a situation where you need a help or you reached out to somebody and nobody, uh, was able to help you? Have you ever had that happen? Absolutely, but I don't let that stop me from getting what I need to get done. And so if I, if, I, if, if I approach someone and they're unwilling to help me or cannot help me, I keep it moving and I, I, I go to the next person that I can, uh, you know, get some help from and I keep going and going until I get what I want. I mean, we're in sales, and so you're going to get a lot of no's when you're in sales. But you keep mm-hmm. going until you get that one or two or three yeses, and that's just kind of what I'm made of. You know, if, if one door closes, another one's going to open somewhere, somehow. And that's just how I feel about that. that. And that's right. Now, that determination, we've all definitely seen that out of you, but that determination. So for the guy that feels like nobody is out there helping him and he feels like he's doing it alone, that's in mm-hmm. California or D.C. right now that doesn't know you okay. personally. Okay. How, do, mm-hmm. how does that guy, how do we break through to that guy right now? Woo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing I would do personally, Brandon, I would just, I would pray about it and ask God to, you know, put me in the right place to put the right person that can help me do what I need to do or help me accomplish what I need to accomplish. And, and and keep putting one foot forward, and eventually, and I just know this from just just experience. Eventually, that door will open up. Someone you will come across that one that somebody will be there to give you a guiding hand or a point you in the right direction. But you Absolutely. have to stay pray, you have to stay prayerful about it, and don't and and listen and and listen real closely for the direction that you're given. But eventually it will happen. You have to have faith that it will happen because we all have a dream. We all have goals that we were born with that we are here to express. And God is not going to give you that dream or that goal without and just kind of turn you loose. I mean, there would be helpers along the way, but you have to be, uh, have, to, have, you have to have your eyes open enough to be able to see that. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. And, and, and thank you. So just the, the, the moral of that is just keep moving forward. 
and somebody will come in your path to go ahead and bring you up to the next level. So what Absolutely. we're going to do right now is we're going to we're going to let Soy come in because I want her to be able to make some announcements and let the brothers now know what's going on with, with, with Soy as well. So Soy has an amazing segment I'm going to let her tell you about just for us to listen in on as well. Soy, what you got, babe? I just want to thank the brothers for tuning in. Y'all, y'all, y'all did the thing. Y'all, y'all did the thing. Y'all, the ones who tuned in, the ones who called in, the ones who are on the platform to make this happen with you. You did an amazing job. I hope you empowered some people. Um, and keep listening to the show. Keep coming back. This is what we do uh, each and every Saturday right here on Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where Real Talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. And don't we don't forget that the Brother to Brother segment is the last Saturday of the month where we are empowering our brothers and letting them speak. But also, 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 don't forget to look for us on your social media platforms. That would be uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Also, download the app from Google Play or iTunes. And also, coming up, look, check the website. I'm doing some other stuff in the community here in Atlanta. I'm doing a mother-daughter uh, luncheon where we're celebrating the relationship between mom and daughter. It's going to be an amazing event. That information is on the site as well. We still have a couple more seats open. So if you have a mom or you have a daughter, two women, just come on, um, sign up. We still have a few seats left. We can uh, accommodate you if you sign up today. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. You got anything, B? Absolutely. I just want to say thank you to everybody that tuned in. Thank you to our guest, MJ. Thank you to our callers, Donnell. Um, sorry for everybody that we couldn't get to. I mean, the, the shows are really, really quick, and we'll get you next time. But thanks a lot. Thanks for tuning in, and thanks for making this a success. Guys, you are great. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome.